You're listening to the County Life Podcast with Chris Ridgway and Martin Johnston. Start the podcast as ever with Chris's weekly interview with County Manager Jim Gannon. Jim, it was a tough defeat to take on Saturday. Stockport County played very well, I thought, for long spells of the game, but couldn't get the goal and then and then Brackley did. Just give us your thoughts. Yeah, um, got to give credit to Brackley. They know how to, they're fairly resilient. Um, we put some fantastic corners in the box and they seem to get the first touch on it and scramble it clear. Um, so stats-wise, we put a lot of pressure on them. Um, but the one or two opportunities we did have, like the, the, the Reese's opportunity, um, we snatched it and put it wide instead of um, making the keeper work or you know, burying it. And, and I think if we'd got the goal in the first half for all that pressure, I think it would have um, given us a little bit of a confidence boost and, and would have galvanised us a bit to go on and um, consolidate that lead and um, see the game out. But as the game went on, we kind of, we seemed to be getting a little bit stretched, um, trying to get the win and um, obviously paid the ultimate price. But I was willing to risk that in terms of, you know, um, chasing three points and losing one. Um, but like I said, it was disappointing way to the end because it, it didn't really do the players' efforts justice or the way that we went about the business over the 90 minutes. But credit to Brackley and um, I think Dave Conlon came away and said, look, if we'd played like that against anybody else, we'd have won, but, um, which is fair enough. But we need um, we, we had two fantastic results against York and um, FC United and with clean sheets and scoring goals. And now... We've conceded one and lost two games, 1-0. So we need to get back to being ruthless and efficient up front, uh, which is not like us because we've got goals in the team and we have had goals in the team, but we need the front three players in particular all to step up the game and start being much more of a goal-scoring threat because um, that's all we're lacking at the moment. If we get that goal, then I think we're going to win games. You mentioned the front three starting to get more goals and Reese Turner, of course, had a couple of chances. Do you think maybe it was a case of He's been out for a little while and it was just a bit of ring rust or is it just something that just needs to click with those front three and they'll get back to firing as we've seen them do on so many occasions already this season? Um, yeah, of course. I mean, we've, they've all had um, downtime. I mean, Jason's obviously struggling a little bit in terms of uh, getting the service and the opportunities to score. Um, you know, we, we, But he was very much at the, the heart of the goals that we got against Brackley. Obviously, a good assist in the first game, a goal in the second game. Um, and we got plenty of quality into the box um, on Saturday. Um, unfortunately, nothing broke to him that was kind enough for, to give him a real clear sight of goal. Um, I think Darren's um, looked not the same energy since the you know the maidenhead game where he was on fire. I think we we need to get him maybe rested, recharged, and going again. Um, Matty it was a slightly difficult game for him. Uh, obviously. With a team that plays three centre-backs and two holding midfielders, he couldn't find an inch. Um, but as the, the away game's shown, he's capable of popping up and, and creating opportunities and he'd be disappointed he didn't score in the away game. Um, now, well, the track record of those two lads this season um, and Darren in, in the last couple of months is really good. Reese, when he started games, has scored goals. So there's plenty of goals in there. What we need to do now is just, um, just like I said, just tidy up a little bit in terms of our approach play and um, carve out better opportunities uh, and be more ruthless in taking those opportunities. And um, the, But the lads have trained really well Monday, Tuesday and Thursday this week and um, I'm sure we'll put that right come Saturday. Before we start looking at, at training and the, and the games ahead, just one more thing about the Brackley game. I've got to mention Harry Winter. I thought he played really well, came back into the team 
I was really impressed with just the way he got about the pitch and, and broke up playing. Just a quick mention for Harry. Yeah, um, Harry's um, solid and, he, and he's a competitor and he'll, he'll work really hard. Um, I think he sometimes when, when he tries to play too fast, perhaps the technical side breaks down, but his heart's in the right place and he wants to win and he wants to help the team you know, defend, he wants to help the team. He's willing to do all that dirty side of the game and um, I think it was a good compliment for Jimmy Ball. It gives Jimmy Ball a little bit more freedom. Uh, unfortunately, when Gary Stopford plays, sometimes he's a little bit... He does his own thing and chases around and um, leaves holes that Jimmy feels he needs to fill in. But again, we're trying to trying to get the right balance there. And obviously, uh, it was nice to see Paul Turnbull get a run out. Um, and I think he showed his little bit of quality in the uh, holding midfield role. And um, but that's um, a solid uh, options in midfield for us at the moment. And um, like I said, they're giving us a platform and a foothold in games that now we need to um, sort of just connect them with the attacking side of it, and then we'll be fine. It is a Thursday evening. You've just come back from training. Of course, there was an extra training session this week because well, obviously the Boston game was called off and we didn't know that until earlier this week. How's it been with the lads getting that extra training session in? You mentioned Monday there as well. Uh, a big number of players down there. Is the training going okay at the moment? Yeah, I, I'm really enjoying the Monday mornings. Um, it's not because it's daylight, but um, you know the pitch at Aquinas is excellent. You know, there's the fitness coach on one side, there's a goalkeeper coach at the other end. It's starting to feel like full-time football. We had um, 13 professionals in, training with the um, five third years. So really, really healthy session. Um, and great quality as well. Um, you know, Sam Walker came in and Jimmy Ball and Darren and Adam. And, you know, we were able to do a bit of midfield shape uh, when you have those players in. And the likes of Sam Minahan, Dan Cow and Scott Duxbury, um, and Jamie Stott all being available, we're able to get a bit of structure to the back four. So it's really, really good work going on on Monday. Um, and then the lads have an opportunity to top up on the, on the physical side or maybe the technical side as they practice the set plays, which is going to be important. Um, we had a feeling the game would be called off. Um, so, But the lads still did what match preparation work on Monday. And then Tuesday night, then obviously we were able to ramp up the tempo for some of the lads and um, fantastic energy about the session. The weather's been great the last couple of nights. Um, no rain, no wind, uh, you know. So we've been able to get plenty of good work done. And um, and I think you can feel the confidence and the energy coming back because there's a lot of lads who've been perhaps a little bit blunted by the, the defeats, blunted by the travelling and the amount of games we've had. So it's, um, it's nice for them all to recharge their batteries. So tonight in particular was really sharp and enjoyable session, I'm sure, for all. Um, I just hope we bring that energy and that you know that front foot playing into Saturday's game. There will have been a few ears perked up then when you said that Sam Walker had come training. Of course, that's just you making the full use of your squad. Sam is still a, a Stockport County player and sounds like he did well in training. No, no, it's, it's great for Sam. I mean, I've said to Sam and I've, been, I've kept in touch with Sam all along and... Um, you know, there's there's extra opportunities that we can provide, uh, whether that be with the strength and conditioning coach on Monday night or Monday morning. Um, you know, a little bit like when uh, Jamie Stott uh, wants to top up with his training uh, or, or Reese Turner at Morecambe. So they, they, they can, you know, keep in touch with their parent club, if you like. Um, and we expect Sam to come back to us at some point this season. Um, you know, Curzon are in a, a real relegation scrap. Um, we wouldn't want to disturb... Sam's enjoyment of football there and what he's doing there in terms of getting them results um, but he's, um, his temporary loan will, will expire before the end of the season so we will see him for the last couple of weeks but but he very much wants to be part of what we're building here you know the extra training 
uh, when he signed that two-year deal, it was all going to be part of the, if you like, the the next step up for him because he wants to to give himself a chance of being a top conference north player in a in a top conference north side. So um, that's great to have him in. And, and there's other lads who are seeing that it's the way, it's the future, it's the way forward at this club, it's the way forward in the national north. So um, you know when the likes of Scott and Dan started coming in and contracts start being given out, you can see everybody else thinking that we've got to buy into this now if we want to move forward with the club. So uh, for me, that's a, it's great to have him in. And it's also great for our young third years who, um, you know, they've had a taste of training with the first team in the evening. They've had a taste of playing with them in the Cheshire Senior Cup. And now to have them training with them every week is, um, is a real plus for them. So very healthy environment on Monday. Um, and I'm, I'm seeing it paying off in in the performances of the likes of Scott Duxbury and Adam Thomas, um, whose fitness levels and in- intensity of the game is certainly showing. And, uh, you know, it was nice for Adam Thomas to get man a match on Saturday. And it was a, a, a good reward for a building process that he's gone through over the last three or four months. So, um, and also Sam Minahan's coming back into the fold. So, uh, very healthy all round and um, a really healthy squad going into the um, what's going to be a, a fantastic uh, 10 or 11 games before the end of the season. It is a fantastic, very, very interesting uh, 10 or 11 games coming up. Let's get to those matters at hand. If you're looking at the league table, you'd think Stockport County should 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 easily look at Gainsborough and think we, we can go and win there. But it's not always like that football. Gainsborough, a tough side to beat and you're in for a test on Saturday. Yeah, um, obviously I've, I've seen their video and they beat, they beat Kidderminster 1-0. I mean, it's, a, it's that stage of the year where teams are tighten up and they're, they're making it difficult. I said that in the programme notes that, you know, perhaps Gainsborough will, will want a, um, a draw and they'll, they'll take a draw and try and pinch a win. Uh, and we, we've got to accept that challenge. Um, you don't have to look at the last three games we played against them. They've all been 1-0. Um, so they made it difficult here at Edgley Park. Although we dominate the game in terms of possession, um, you know, we got the, you know, it was hard work getting the goal. Um, and last year, both games were 1-0. So, It'll be a tight, tough game. Um, they'll be smart after the defeat to Brackley, um, but in recent games they've 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 tightened up and been very competitive against really good sides, and they've given themselves a chance to win it. So I expect this to be a very um, dogged affair on on Saturday. And this is a team that will be desperate to get points, um, desperate not to get beaten, desperate to keep a clean sheet. So to be a real challenge for our players to take the game to them and and not just get a positive result but get the win. We don't need to go over the importance of points now. Everyone knows that the playoffs at stake and, and what we've got to do to get there. What's the what's the attitude around the camp like going into such important games? Are the, the players mentally strong going into these games, and did they just treat it like any other game? You you go and you go and you play to win, just as you would do any other game. Yeah, I, I think they do, and they obviously prepare the same way. But I think that you know you can hear the talk amongst them, and um, you know the staff here and the vibes of the you know must win game, and we've got to go there, and we've got to make sure that we. You know, not not only get the three points, but really go about our business in the best manner possible. Because, you know, the, the lads are smarting a little bit from recent defeats and exit from the FA Trophy, and they know now that they they need to step up their game to prove themselves right and to to get the team back on the the right track. So, I think there's a, a really good mood amongst them, a real determined uh, and quiet confidence about the next couple of games. You know, we set about the target seven points from those three games and the lads realised that the pressure is on us to get, get a win at Gainsborough. Um, our away form's been reasonably good in recent recent months um, as compared to the start of the season. So, um, 
and then we've obviously we'll take out this game what we can and bring it back to Edgy Park and hopefully we can um, do a similar professional job on Boston and if we do that then uh, we know that we've closed that gap a little bit you know taken the three points from our games in hand and just keep working really hard and take one game at a time and let's get let's get a win on the board and then try and make that two and then try and make it three and then we'll see where that takes us. Well, just finally then on that topic, it, it kind of sounds like the obvious question, but just speak about the importance of momentum, if you would. When when games come thick and fast, if you can get a win, keep that good feeling, that good mood, bouncing onto the next game, get the win at home against Boston and then bounce it on again. And momentum's got to be important, surely, in, in the final stages of the season. Well, yeah, I think um, for any team, um, I think what we what we want is it's not just uh, momentum. Momentum comes from the results, if such. But what we want to do is get back to a very, very professional consistency. And I can't fault the lads too much for, for recent games. Um, you know, they have worked really hard. They have played with um, a certain determination. There's been a couple of players who've dropped down a little bit or maybe got got fatigued or fell away a little bit with the, the demands. But um, but we've, we've just got to go about everything as professional as we can. And if, we, if we're as good as we can be, we should beat most teams. Uh, I think we've seen that this season when we've been at our best. What we need um, is just get back to being our best, our strongest, our most ruthless um, and take a Saturday's game as being you know, the game that will be just one more step to moving towards the playoffs. But we, they need, we need to make now, these, we need wins, we need big steps towards the playoffs. And, um, and if people, um, if we get one or two wins, the, those that lead the fight and lead the charge um, that believe will bring loads more people with them who start believing again. And I think that's where you create an energy in itself. But, what we need is the, some key players and, and the majority of the team all now to step up and work really hard and uh, get everybody um, believing, get everybody energised again. And if we do that, then it could be an exciting few weeks ahead. As ever, Jim, all the best for Saturday. Thanks so much. So, Chris, here we are outside Edgeley Park after training Thursday night. You've just spoken to the gaffer. Now, the, uh, the word, the... The post-match on Saturday, after another disappointing defeat, was that every game now is a cup final because to secure the playoff places. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I mean, sometimes after football matches, um, it's an emotional sport, <clears throat> and and you say things in the heat of the moment, positive or negative, um, and you, you you have a few days to think about it, and you think, well, it's actually not. It's not all that, is it? It's not. But in this case, I think it. I think it is. I think it is ten, ten or eleven cup finals until you know. In between now and the playoffs, Stockport County have got to get wins now. There's, there's no two ways about it. They've got to tighten up in both boxes. They've got to score more goals in the opposition, and they've got to concede less. And they've got to do that regularly. You know, if you want to put it, you know, that's an emotive way of looking at it. You know, that's a, you know just a way of describing it but that is the truth you know they need as many wins as they can and that's that's just as simple as that yeah uh, and it, we're now <clears throat> excuse me we're now at the at the, at the time at the, you know at the stage where fans couldn't that you know there's no, there's not going to be a lot of emphasis on how how beautiful it looks how well it looks if you give me 11 ugly boring 1-0 wins now I'll rip your hand off do you know it's it's one of those where county are going to have to go and dig deep, and there's no such thing. And I'm not going to go into the cliche of 
in this league there's no easy team anymore because I think that's the same in any league you can say that in any league um, look at Gainsborough what they've done against Kidderminster recently and then you've got Boston uh, who struggled at the start of the season but they gave us a hell of a fight uh, we only took a point from them at their ground so they're going to come back with a point to prove uh, all the way through uh, be it Leamington anybody uh, is capable of beating us but at the same time we're capable of beating them and we've got to go and do that now yeah I was going to I was going to say that that's the thing, and it you know we've had a, a few bad results against teams that you should be beating, but the other side of that is that even up to Salford and Harrogate, we've had some very good games against those, those clubs. So you, they should be able to feel like they can beat anyone. Yeah, no, it, <coughs> Jim said it a few weeks ago. The games against Harrogate when we lost and uh, Brackley just the other week and and Nuneaton, we've not been played off the park. You know we've not. We've not woken up and think thought, well, there was no way we were ever going to win that. And we've shown, all right, be it in the cup, but we said it was a it was a good cup tie to have was the Kidderminster one. We've shown that we can overcome these teams, and we are you know we are capable of producing um, a style of football or a quality of football that can that can win those games. But that kind of goes out the window now. Um, I actually have um, I respect Jim's decision at the weekend. Which, you know, we probably did lose a little bit of um, defensive organisation with Harry going off, or uh, a bit of tackling in the middle. Call it what you will, um, which which led to the the goal. But on the other hand, I, I can completely understand why Jim has made that gamble. These are cup finals now. It doesn't matter. Like you know, it doesn't matter if you lose one nil, two nil, or three nil. It's a loss, and you need points on the board. So I see why he's done it. Um, I expect he'll probably do it again if we're in a similar position against Gainsborough or Leamington or whoever. He's got a gamble um, to win matches. It's as simple as that, especially in a situation like that. There's going to be more situations like that where you're going to have to take chances. The other thing is that Tuesday night was called off, so we weren't looking at a fixture pile-up, but the fixtures are going to come thick and fast. Easter's coming up. There's a game Saturday, game Tuesday, then got two games over Easter. So you've got to manage that squad. So again, that means substitutions. And that means, you know, you can't do the same thing all the time. That means rotating players. And that means when you come to those substitutions, depending on the game, that it's going to be a gamble. There's so many factors. It was very interesting to hear Jim Gannon say earlier tonight that Sam Walker was back training with County, albeit just in a, a topping-up manner. Um, I asked him, uh, you know, in our chat afterwards, is there a way back for Sam? You know, we're we going to see him. And straight as you like, he was, yeah, of course. Yeah, you know, we're going to need some as much as we need any other player when he's back in the squad, you know, for the last few games of the season. Um, I think he's planning now for this rotation that, you, you know, you speak about there. You know, we've got Sam Minahan coming back in. There's even players like Adam Etches and Simon Subic who are sort of on the peripheral. But if if we can get them in because they're thick and fast and they're cup finals, we need to win. Um he, draws now are no good to us. Wins are you know wins are what's needed. I think I think he's really he might come across as calm and and he is calm. He does, he's very measured, but at the same time he's he's ready for a scrap now. Yeah, and I think that you know look back to Jim Gannon as a player, there'll be a part of him that relishes that. Yeah, you know it's it's not you know you come to the end of the season and it could all be doom and gloom again. But I think there is you know the kind of man he is. There's a bit of relish for that for that for the battle. Yeah, don't. I mean, don't get me wrong. If if uh, if if he could have the opportunity now to just be comfortably in 
in somewhere between second and fifth and and having made it you know in a Brackley position he, he would take it but he will also like you say relish the chance of of being not maybe maybe not an underdog that's not the right word but have a have a big mountain to climb and people you know even fans who are sort of worried are we going to make it oh I don't think they can do it now there's too much he, he's going to want to prove them he's going to want to show that he can do this and with those players to his disposal it, it's, a, it's a task that can be completed so the last game was Brackley um, just give us a quick overview of how you saw that game and and who was your um who was your player of the week for that game ultimately not sharp enough um we we looked very good in in the in the majority <laughs> you know the the most areas of the pitch we were efficient we were effective with the ball uh, we were closing down we weren't being outmanned we weren't being outmuscled albeit they were a very very physical side they were they were winning a lot of aerial battles but they weren't picking up the second balls. We were then sweeping them up uh, and, and and recycling the attack. Um, unfortunately, we weren't able to get the ball over the line. We spoke about that a few times. The man of the match for me, the man of the player of the week, had to be Harry Winter. He's he came in and he's. I love this style he's got. The way he, the way he carries himself around the pitch. The guy is not an elegant footballer. He's a tough, grafting, hard worker. Um, which isn't everyone's cup of tea. When you when you're watching a game of football, people like seeing it at any level. Look at Fellaini at Man United. You know he gets battered week in week out, but when he gets the goals or whatever, when he makes a difference, the fans love him. Uh, we've almost got that predicament there with Harry Winter. It's very easy because he doesn't look like a footballer sometimes the way he carries himself around the pitch to get stick. But when he came on, when you know when he he comes into the team, he grabs that captain's armband. It's his. He was made that at the start of the season. He's the leader. He's the guy in the middle of the park. And he made Brackley change their tactics up a little bit. So for me, the player of the week, the only player for me was Harry Winter. But good to see Paul Turnbull back on the pitch. Yep. And showed, if you know, a few flashes of why he's there. You know, very kind of, you know, model player. Not use the word professional, but in every sense other than being paid full time, a professional. Very mobile <clears throat> able to get around the pitch um, he does that screening job really well that Jim Gannon speaks about if the left back's in trouble then he'll get over and he's covering the left back or if you know if the right winger needs a little bit of support behind him then he's there and he can he, he he's, an, he's an option you know he, he makes himself available for anyone on the pitch to just give him the ball calm it down and move it on which is what we said last week is what we want for him you know when when all when all those around you are losing their heads we said you know when people saying we've got to win or the playoffs are out the window He's the guy who'll just calmly pick the ball up and move it along. Now, in many ways, that's the opposite from Harry. You know, we were kind of saying about him him going in and scrapping and winning the ball. You need both in a side. Um, don't be surprised if we see those two playing together. Um, I think it'd be a, it's, it's good for Gary to have a little bit of a rest. Uh, and those two playing together, allowing Jimmy to move around the park. I, I think they complement each other well. Uh, and, and welcome back, Paul. It was it was a very steady uh, appearance on Saturday. So Gainsborough, Saturday. Yeah, you're actually going to be in the studio. I'm going to be in the uh, studio. You'll be in the studio, man in the desk. Yeah, because it's my birthday, so I can't Happy be there. Happy birthday! Thank you very much. Um, but how do you see the how do you see the game the side for the after speaking to Jim and knowing where we are with the squad? How do you see the team and who will you be keeping an eye on? Who's your one to watch? The one to watch. <coughs> Excuse me. The one to watch, I think, will have to be. I'm going to say a couple of players. It's it's got to be Matthew Warburton, Matthew Warburton, and Jason Oswell. We need to win games. 
So them along with Darren Stevenson and Reese Turner uh, and any Jimmy Ball, anybody else capable uh, of putting the ball in the back of the net, um, they're the ones to watch now because that's what we've got to do. We've got to go out and win games. And defenders, defenders can win your games, um, but they, uh, you know, it's not the responsibility of uh, putting the ball in the back of the net. So we need the defence to play well. We need them to do their job, but ultimately we need the scorers to score. So they're the ones to watch. So we, what we need is we need the Jason Oswell we had in September, October, and the Matty Warburton we had a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, January, that's, February. That's and, exactly. And, and that would be perfect. Just one final thing before we go, uh, we should mention there is a Ladies' Day uh, at Stockport County. Which, uh, if you're booking corporates and things, and uh, I was speaking to some of the commercial staff and. We don't usually get involved in that kind of thing, but it does sound quite an interesting prospect. Um, so if you can get your missus down to the game, or maybe I can get mine, let's have, have a start looking at Ladies' Day. So when is Ladies' Day? Saturday the 14th of April against Telford. Um, it's, it's just a really good initiative by the club, and again, it's showing what the club's about, getting into the community, being something for everybody. Um, like I say, I don't usually plug the events. It's not, it's not our position to do so. We're not being paid for it. But it was... Um, I just thought it was a really good idea and incentive by the club and, and something that, you know, if, if the club's doing something well, we should be speaking about it. Chris, look forward to hearing you uh, on Imagine FM 104.9 on Saturday, running the desk for Stockport County against Gaines Patrinity, and you'll hear from us again next week. Cheers. Thank you.